This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermeer. This week, episode 23, we're going to be looking at five ways homeschool parents can use Trello. And we have a guest for the first time on the show. Our guest today is Brittany Joyner. She is a self-confessed Trello enthusiast. She doesn't work for Trello, but she loves Trello so much that they noticed her enthusiastic sharing on social media and then I use her as a local events coordinator and she writes blog posts for them. And we will be linking to some of those blog posts in the show notes. But the reason why I asked Brittany to come today is not just because she loves Trello, but also because she was homeschooled. And so she really understands how Trello can be used by homeschool parents and students. Brittany also happens to be one of my old students. So it is fun being able to interview her today. So Brittany, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me here. I'm excited to be here. Always looking for a good reason to talk about Trello. Okay, so let's start off, Brittany, and can you explain to our listeners what exactly is Trello and why do you love it? Yeah, so the best way I like to explain Trello is it's basically a digital whiteboard with sticky notes, and it's like super powerful sticky notes. So imagine being able to carry your whiteboard with you in your pocket at all times and add checklists checklists to your sticky notes and be able to drag them around and add due dates to them and all sorts of advanced things. So it's super useful. I've, I've thought of so many different ways that I'm able to use Trello to make my life easier, and it's something that no matter what kind of organization problem I'm trying to solve, nine out of ten times Trello is the solution for that. So I'm just a big fan of it. And it's really helped simplify my life and keep me more organized. I must agree. Um, Brittany got me into Trello as well. And I use it to actually manage my business apart from any other things. So now let's start. What is the first way that homeschool parents can use Trello? Yeah, so the first way uh, I wanted to talk about is a student to-do board. So it's kind of, you know, it's something your student would be interacting with, and you can be as hands-on with helping them set it up or letting them set it up themselves. But basically, having a list that shows important dates to remember and then a backlog of all the things they need to do, and then you can create lists. So let me back up real quickly explain this about Trello. So the way it works is you've got a board. And each board consists of lists. So imagine it'll be easier if you're kind of looking at this in the show notes later when we show these example boards. But imagine a whiteboard with lists and kind of like a spreadsheet, like columns. And you put cards, which are the uh, effectively the sticky notes, underneath each of the lists in the board. So the way I like to have a lot of to-do boards set up is kind of have like one list that's just a backlog of all the sort of things. So it could be like a math assignment, a Spanish project, various things you've got coming up. And then you've got another list called to do this week, which helps you prioritize, here's what I have to get done this week. And then there's another list that says doing, which is basically projects that you started working on 
but you haven't finished yet. And then lastly, you've got a list called done. And it's a nice way to kind of at the end of the week, see all of the things you've accomplished. And it's a good way to follow up with students and kind of, you know, make sure they're staying on top of things. So I use, I use this to do format for a lot of different things in, in my life. And there's a lot, you can make it as advanced or as simple as you want, but literally it's just organizing all the things you have to do and breaking it down by week and by what's in progress and what's been completed. And you can add specific notes within them. So imagine, you know, like a powerful sticky note. It's not just make Spanish flashcards. You can open up that note and within it, you can add specific notes about what you want that to be in there. You can add a checklist. You can, you can use labels on your sticky notes to say, this is part of Spanish instead of math or something like that. And if, if you want to, you can even attach different sort of files and things to it as well. So it's a great way to kind of organize all the things that you have to do. So it's really handy for students and it's, it's a lot easier, I think, to organize than a paper sort of binder or even like trying to do something in like a, like a Google spreadsheet or other sort of tools. Yes, and, and this is exactly how I use Trello, or well, the main way I use it. And the neat thing about it is also that uh, you can get it as an app or you can use it on desktop and um, the two of them will just link up and you'll always be current. So if your kid likes to use their cell phone, they can do it like that. And I must say one of my favorite things to do is when I'm finished something to drag that card from the list that has been on the to-do list to put it in the done. It is such a good feeling to know I'm finished oh, yeah. something. Now, oh, I just yeah. remind you that we will be showing boards explaining what Brittany's talking about. I know it's sometimes hard to visualize all this, but we'll also um, give you links to some helpful videos and some of her blog posts on how to set Trello up. It is really easy, but you can go to our show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Look for episode 23. Another just a little shout out to our show sponsor at this point, Funder Fund Academy. They do teach how to use Trello in their computer applications class, which is aimed at 7th through 12th graders. So do take a look at that if you want your child to perhaps learn it by themselves instead of you getting them to learn it. Right, Brittany, so let's carry on. What is your second way that homeschool parents can use Trello? Yeah, so the second is kind of similar to the first in in terms of organizing a to-do list, but it's more focused on teachers from like a parent's perspective. So you, similarly, you have a very similar layout, but you can add some different sort of elements if it if it makes it easier for you. So one list I like to add in there um, for like a kind of overarching sort of to-do list is a list called important dates to remember, which if you're pretty busy, it can help you keep track of upcoming dates and things that are happening. So Trello actually has a cool feature, um, what they call power-ups, where it basically powers up your board and gives you access to advanced features. And you get access to a certain amount of them, even on the free plan. And so it's, it's very, like what I'm describing right here using this calendar power-up, um, is it makes it even easier to use. You don't have to pay for it or anything. But basically, you can add a power-up where if you add specific dates onto something, you can shift your view. So instead of it looking like a board, it looks like a calendar. And you can easily switch back and forth. So it's a great way to kind of see um, all of the sort of things that you've got coming on up your plate or coming up on your plate and um, different activities you've got going on. So you can easily visualize it and realize, oh, this is these things are too too close to each other. Let me drag this card over and move it to make this date a little bit different. So, but otherwise, um, very similar sort of format with the backlog of tasks uh, upcoming to do this week, doing and done, and you know similar things to what I mentioned for the student cards, where you can add all of those details with attachments and checklists and labels. Okay, great. So let's move on to number three now. 
Number three. So number three um, is basically the idea of using Trello to create a course content like a syllabus. So uh, I've created examples and these are going to be in the show notes. And by the way, if you're trying to follow along with this, when you see these example boards, you'll be able to copy them. So it's not even just seeing an example and having to build your own. You'll be able to actually just straight up copy this template that I'm telling you about and plug it in with your own content. So it should be super easy to get up and running with. But this example is a course content syllabus. So imagine I create an example about an entrepreneurship class. And so you can use the different lists to show different units or even different chapters, how much you want to break it down. And you can have a card that shows each sort of chapter or element within that unit, chapter, or however you break it down. And within that, you can add notes. It's a great place to add links. So like, for example, let's say in this course, my first unit is ideation, coming up with an idea. Um, and then the first card is, you know, point number one, coming up with ideas. And I could include links to uh, videos or sites where there's articles, things people can read about it. You could use the checklist to create specific assignments there. So let's say, you know, one of the assignments could be come up with 10 different ideas for starting a business based on, you know, the sort of work you've done based on the description. So you can add due dates on there so people can, uh, or students can check them off as they go along. And it's just a, it's a really nice way to kind of organize a course. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised I haven't seen more people doing it. Um, just because it's a handy way to organize all the content and, and check things through it. Yeah, I would definitely, if this had been around while I was do, um, doing my high, high school homeschooling, I would most definitely have used it instead of which I ended up using Google Docs and just sharing it. But this way they could actually be checking off and I could keep up with how far they were. Um, these are for the, the classes I created myself for my children. Okay, let's move on now to number four. Yeah. So number four is organizing research from a research project. So um, basically, you know, a lot of times when you're doing research on something, you might put together a paper, you might put together a Google presentation. I think Trello boards are a great way to do it. It's a very good way. You can attach pictures to cards. So it's a good way to kind of visualize things. So the example I made here was a research project about Rembrandt. Um, sure, you remember this, I actually had to do one of these in high school. And um, it was, uh, it's, you know, I wrote a paper on it, but there's a lot of different ways you can do it. So what I kind of showed in this example was having a list of key info and includes a picture of him. It's got his birthday, his nationality. You can have a list for like major lifetime events, things like, um, you know, different sort of things they accomplished, if they got married, etc. Um, since this was an art example, I added a list for famous works and I listed a few things there. And then you can also have a list of sources. So um, encouraging your students to actually have a place to put their sources could be a kind of cool idea. So again, this is something that might make more sense as you kind of see it, but basically it's just another way to kind of uh, organize information. And it, I, I find it's really helpful for like, um, I actually do research kind of like this now when I have to do it because it helps me break it down piece by piece. So instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I have to write this 20 page paper about Rembrandt. It's like, okay, let's figure out the pieces I want to include. You're almost like building out your outline in here and then you're adding in the details to it. It sounds great. Um, and for those of you who listened to my podcast episode on National History Day, my techie homeschool, uh, my techie history contest that I referred to, this would be a fantastic way to organize your research your, for your students to organize their research for that. And if you haven't already listened to that episode, go back. Um, it is a good way to make sure your children are to do research and it brings technology into it. So what is your fifth and final idea? 
All right. So our fifth and final idea doesn't really have anything specifically to do with school, but um, it, it has to do with organizing your family, which I know as a homeschool parent, you're pretty busy and you've got a lot of different things going on. So I want to share this example of a family board that my husband and I use. And what we do is basically it's a place where we coordinate on upcoming dates to know, upcoming like expenses we want to plan for, our shopping list, our family to-do list, sort of like big picture sort of things, and also planning our meals. So we actually accomplish a lot in this one board. And it's really nice because uh, when my husband's like, you know, wondering what we should be making for dinner, like I've got it all in a Trello board that he can just go access and see, oh, these are the meals that we already have groceries for. So he can just pick one, start cooking it. And um, when we're done, we move it back over to meal ideas. And that's where I start when I'm grocery shopping for the week. And then I use a list in there to create a shopping list. And, you know, since we already talked about Trello on your phone, you can just have your phone with you when you're at the grocery store and you know, drag over cards as you, as you buy things. I also like using it to, um, my very first list is like upcoming dates to know, which is where I put like travel dates. Um, I travel quite a bit, so it's good to, uh, kind of have it all organized mostly for myself, but also for my husband. So he can, you know, try to plan things and understand where I'm going to be when. And I also have a list in there for upcoming expenses, just because it's nice to be able to plan that sort of stuff and think about, Oh, we've got the car payment coming up in March. Um, it's good to, you know, have a reminder for that rather than just seeing that bill come up all of a sudden. So it's a good kind of like home dashboard for your family to be able to show like the important things that maybe it's not something you're, you're in every single day, but it's a good place to kind of reference like, where is somebody going to be? Like, I, I imagine parents could use it for like, you know, noting that Mondays are basketball practice, Tuesdays are science Olympiad or, you know, whatever you, you need to do with that to have a good sort of like center for here's what's going on in the family. Yeah, great. And of course, chore lists would be another. You could either yes, use that yeah. kind of another to do list or you could put this on the family board. I know I, I might try do- that for Steven. <laughs> um, um, I, I do use a, a board for for um, meal planning. I, I do like to because I link to the actual recipes instead of having to look through and try and work out is this one from all recipes is one of my own i just link to it or copy the actual information and i do do Brittany's idea and drag meals across and plan week at a time well Brittany, thank you you have given us a lot to think about and um, remind you again you can go and find links to everything in the show notes do try it out and if you try it and love and like it we would love to hear from you you could um, leave a review on itunes for us and a rating or you could even just email in you can email me at meryl at mediaangels.com or you can find all my social media presences if you go to our show notes so thank you for listening in again this week and we look forward to seeing you next week thanks for tuning in to homeschooling with technology with meryl vandermerva Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.